This is James Granstrom, and you're listening to the Super Soul Model Series. This podcast is designed to uplift and inspire you to making positive changes in your life. I have conversations about health, happiness, spirituality, and why adopting a positive and successful mindset will change your life for the better. Hello and welcome to another episode of the James Grandstrom Podcast Super Soul Model Series. Today's episode is how to reduce anxiety. Welcome back to the podcast. Everything on this show is designed to help uplift you and inspire you and help you tune and tap into your own natural state of well-being. If you're loving the show and you're enjoying the content and you want more, please give it a like, please give it a thumbs up, please give it a review if you're on Apple or on YouTube. Every like, every comment, every review gives me like more encouragement to keep giving you more and more material. So if you've got time, please leave a review and please give it a like and please give it a thumbs up and share it with people who will benefit from this material. This material can really help uplift other people's lives and it's so good to share. Right, so today's episode is how to reduce anxiety. Anxiety is caused by fear of the unknown, fear of the future. I used to have anxiety about two decades ago, back in the year 2000. I used to, uh, I had insomnia, I was anxious, I had like low self-esteem, like proper challenges that were going on and they were all mental challenges. And these mental challenges, I managed to turn them around with the things that I'm going to share with you today. And sometimes, even in the last few years, when I've noticed that my energy has been dipping, I go back to some of these well-being tips that I use to reorientate my mind, to help it focus again so it doesn't lose track because fear of the unknown is what causes anxiety. So what I want to do is help you bring back that control to your life by helping you understand how your mind works, giving you some things for your body, that you, things you can do for your soul. Each one of these well-being tips will make a profound impact in reducing anxiety in your day-to-day life should you find yourself feeling anxious in a moment. Number one, meditation. Meditation is so profound to reduce um, anxiety because it helps you focus on the present moment. And with meditation, it quietens the thought noise, it quietens the mind. So having a daily meditation practice is so helpful to reduce anxiety. And that's why I created a program called Seven Ways to Meditate in Seven Days. And you can go over to my website Um, and sign up for that free course straight away. So meditation is absolutely profound in reducing any form of anxiety because it helps reduce the thought noise that you have, spending too much time in your head. And it helps you get out of your head, relax that noise, begin to quieten the thoughts and allow your natural energy to rise. So meditation is really, really helpful to reducing anxiety. And with that meditation is deep breathing. So long deep breaths, deeper breathing really helps reduce anxiety because when you have shallow breathing, that's more of the panic style of breathing. So longer, deep, slower breaths help soothe the nervous system. And that's why meditation and deep breathing are such a wonderful place to begin. Number two, long walks, getting outside into nature, getting outside, walking around the block, whatever it takes, just get outside, get some fresh air in the lungs and walk it out. The reason being is because when you walk, you're moving your body and you're spending just a little less time in your head. Number three, now if you're in an anxiety moment straight away, I would I would recommend counting to 60. One, two, three, 
for the reason being is because when you count, what it's doing is, is it's allowing your mind to focus on one thing. So counting to uh, the number 60, you might not even get that far. But if you count to 60, what it's going to do is cause you to focus and focus changes your state. And when you change your state, you change your emotional output. And when you change your emotional output from maybe anxiety to feeling calmer, then you've changed your state. And then that's all it takes. Maybe it's as little as counting to 60, but try it. You may, you may get as far as 30, but counting to 60 has really helped me on previous occasions when I felt real anxiety welling up in me in a moment. It just helps you soothe. It helps you focus. It helps you calm, cool, and collect yourself. The next thing is getting some sunshine on your face. Getting sunshine on your face, particularly here on your forehead, is absolutely uh, crucial to being able to create a sense of well-being because when you're getting the sunlight on your face, particularly on your forehead every morning, if you can, what that's going to do is boost your well-being receptors. It's going to boost your mood. And when the brain is receiving lots of warm sunlight, it makes you feel good. And that is why sunlight is so helpful. Uh, now, if you're not able to get out into the sunlight, sometimes they have things like um, light lamps. If you are in a dark country and winter's really bleak, just spending time, just sticking your head out the window or near a window, just try and get near light and get your face basked in some sunlight of some sort. Number five, exercise. Most stress is caused in the head. In fact, all stress is caused in the head. And then in order to get out of your head, if you're feeling anxious, you need to get into your body. And that is why I recommend exercise. Exercise, get sweating, get moving that body, and you're going to get out of your head. You're at least going to distract yourself from the anxiety you feel when you're exercising, going for a run or whatever. When you're moving your body, it means you're not so much in your head because anxiousness is caused by spending too much time in your head. And if you're living in a city, then it's so much easier for you to feel anxious because you're constantly in your head and you're not really connected to nature. So getting outside for walks and exercising is huge to being able to settle any anxious nerves that come about. Number six, reduce your caffeine intake. I don't drink caffeinated tea or coffee anymore and haven't done for quite a while. That's really helped my blood. Sometimes people can think that coffee is great to spike your blood, to help you lose weight, etc, etc. But for me, I find that being caffeine free has really, really helped, given me a, a wonderful sense of balance. I don't need that stimulus from caffeine that caffeine offers. Some people can't start a day without coffee. But if you're really anxious, I would probably limit caffeine intake completely um, into your body right now until you stabilize your energy. Your energy needs to become stable and calm and centered and caffeine will act like giving you spikes. So what you need to do is to be able to, to naturally raise your energy rather than just get the spikes that caffeine can do it artificially through a stimulus. That's why meditation is so good, because it helps you naturally raise your energy. Number seven, cold showers. Cold showers are very helpful for being able to um, force you into the present moment and get you out of your head. <laughs> Wim Hof talks a lot about cold showers and cold therapy. And I love Wim Hof and I love his message. Now, when you first start doing cold showers, what I tend to do is this hot shower for a minute or so. I start off warm and then I finish cold for up to 30 seconds. 
and I start building that 30 seconds over a week into the next week, hopefully into a minute, and then hopefully a minute and a half the week after. Now, you never ever really get comfortable with the cold. You never just go, oh, I love cold. Oh, I really love cold showers. It doesn't work like that. For me, it's always, I'm absolutely startled into the cold. It wakes me up, it shakes me, it makes me present, it puts me in my body. And when I'm in my body, I'm not in my head, which allows my head to be absolutely clear. And there's no room for anxious thoughts in your head if you're having shock cold therapy. So just in order to get going, you might wish to do hot, cold, hot. And I do the cold for roughly 20 to 30 seconds just to get going. And then maybe in the second week, once you've got a little bit more acclimation to it, you might just want to just finish on the cold altogether. But just start bringing in cold showers. Start small, make it incremental, but do it every time you have a shower because you're going to notice you're going to have a lot more energy to start with. And number two, you're going to be less in your head and you're going to be allowing your mind to be absolutely clear where no anxious thoughts will reside because when your mind is clear, your natural energy rises and you feel great. So the, the cold showers is really great for that. Um, number eight, control what you can control. If anxiousness is caused by fear of the unknown, fear of the future, because you can't control everything, but you can control how you think. You can control your self-discipline for certain things you can have in place. So that is when I start to play this game and introduce this game. This is like a a mindfulness game that you can use to start changing the inner dialogue going on inside of your mind when anxiousness arises in your day. So first and foremost, in order to change your mind, you've got to ask it better questions. So I ask, what if everything's going to be all right? What if everything's going to be okay? What if everything's going to come together? So instead of asking, what if everything's going to go to pot? What if this is all going wrong? What if this happens? What if this happens? That's usually the case that allows the anxiety spiral to thrive. In order to change the direction, you need to change the question that you're asking yourself and look for a positive. Even though there may not be one, you need to be the pilot of your mind because unless you take control over your thinking, you're going to allow anxiety to run riot in your mind. So take control of the reins, take control of your steering wheel by playing a what if game and say those gentle, easy sentences for about up to a minute, a minute and a half, and then you will eventually start to settle that anxiety down. And when you do, you know you've done a good job. So when you change the way you think, you're gonna change the way you feel. And when you change the way you feel, you're gonna change the way you vibrate. And when you change the way you vibrate, you're gonna feel better in your body and you're gonna have a different feeling and different results and different events coming to you. I remember when I was really, really challenged and really anxious about uh, work and what was coming to me next, I would play this game and it was incredible to see what happened as a result in that day after just playing the what if game. What if this all worked out? What if everything came together? It was amazing and this has constantly been a little hack, a mind hack, a well-being tip that I use regularly to focus, to create some focus that will help. You know, Shakespeare said life is but a comedy of errors. And the reason why he said that is because when you've got hindsight, you can look back on all the things that you did that caused you so much trouble and pain. 
And, you know, when you get to a certain point where you feel a lot more relaxed, a lot more calmer, despite challenges, and there are always going to be challenges in the world, there's always going to be challenge in your life of some sort. There's always going to be something. But when you make peace with that, what happens is you just tend to relax a little bit more. And when you relax a little bit more, you'll be like, it's okay, I've got these practical tools and tips that will make me feel better. And I know it's me doing it. I'm the one who's doing it. I'm the one who's got the control over how my mind works. You're not really taught at school. You're not necessarily taught by your parents how to focus, how to use your mind. So, you know, that's what I've, I've decided to do. This is something that I've taken on board myself. I've been a guinea pig on myself my whole life. And, you know, I've had some real, real wonderful successes and I've had some real low failures. But either way, what I've deduced from the whole thing is that I'm in control of my mind and I'm in control of my thinking. So I'm going to try and make it as light and as fun as possible. And when I find my thoughts going south, I try to flip them in the moment by asking better questions. And in doing so, I notice that my energy begins to change. And in that, when that energy changes, I know, boom, I'm on the right track. And you can do that too. So play that what if game to reduce anxiety. What if everything's going to be okay? What if everything is working out for me? That is a game changer in being able to reduce anxiety. If you're enjoying this episode please support the show by writing a review and subscribing on your usual podcast app so the next thing on the list is start a better inner dialogue with yourself so your dialogue um, is something how you talk to yourself if you're talking to yourself like you're stupid or you're not good enough or you did that badly or you did that or you, you're upset with yourself or you're angry with yourself you know what are you telling yourself that's the energy you're feeding into your system. That's like the food you're putting on your plate. That's like the thought food you're putting on your plate in your internal environment. That is not a space where you're going to develop calmness. That's not a space where you're going to develop confidence. That's not a space where you're going to develop a sense of happiness and well-being. So you've got to have that in the dialogue going on where you're thinking, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I like that. I like the way I did that. I like the way I did that. So create an inner dialogue that is gentle and easy on yourself, particularly when life gets tough. Because when you're gentle with yourself, what you're doing is essentially telling that inner child of yourself that's picked up all those programs that it's okay and that's going to be all right. But if you don't do that, you're trying to bash things into place. You're trying to put a square peg in a round hole and that's going to backfire. That's going to cause resistance and that's going to increase anxiety. I know that because I used to do that. I'd be like, I can't believe you didn't do this. I can't believe you didn't do that. And what I was doing is putting more and more resistance on my plate. And then that created more and more anxiety, which get, made me sort of like get the fear of wanting to move forwards at all. So it was really when I started meditating and then asking myself better questions, that things really began to shift. And they will do that for you too. But you need to be aware of your inner dialogue, how you're talking to yourself, and make that gentler and lighter and easier. And don't beat yourself up if you get it wrong. Just be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. So the next thing on the list is talk to people who are uplifting. Talk to people who soothe you. Talk to people who make you feel good. Talking to people is so important for our own personal connection, uh, but particularly the people that soothe you. So if you're feeling angst, being around a soothing environment is exactly what you want to do. So having an environment that's soothing and relaxing 
is absolutely paramount to reducing any anxiety. So talk to people that are uplifting, talk to people who are soothing, and if they're not available, then you've got to create that environment for yourself. And you could do the next thing, which is maybe listen to some very soft, beautiful, gentle music that makes you feel calm. Sometimes lyrics in words add more focus. And if they're downer lyrics, then, you know, that's going to take you on a downer. So sometimes music without any lyrics is very, very powerful to soothe you. So get this gentle music to help you raise your uh, emotional tones. The other thing you can do is watch funny TV shows. 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there. These little tips, these well-being tips to reduce your anxiety, little and often, little and often, little and often, will raise your vibe, will raise your frequency and drop you out of anxiety. Next thing on your list, drink loads more water. Water's key. Hydration will always help you balance the body. Most people, when they're anxious, have very, very dry mouths. And the reason being is because they're highly stressed because the breathing is really, really short. So drinking more water will hydrate the body and keep you in balance. The next thing on the list is to eat more fresh fruits and veggies and stay away from processed foods, processed foods like meats and, you know, packaged food. Stay away from all of that because your body wants to have the natural foods to keep it in balance. So processed foods such as meats, dairy, sweets, candy, uh, tinned food and things like that. Try and stay away and keep it as natural as possible because in doing so, your body's going to absorb the nutrients from all the fresh fruit and veggies and a high fiber diet is really, really great to be able to reduce anxiety. Your body needs to be as clean and as clear as possible so it can have this wonderful gut mind receptor. And so that leads me to the next thing, which is lemon water every morning. Get that gut clean. Detox your body. A nice warm lemon water first thing in the morning can really, really help your body uh, clean the gut. And in cleaning the gut, you'll be able to listen to it much more clearly. Another thing on the list, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is a natural upper, makes you feel great. Um, I used to be addicted to milk chocolate and then, you know, I used to pile about a, a large fruit and nut a day or, or a large whole nut, Cadbury's whole nut every day. And I was like, I knew I was addicted to sugar. I knew I was addicted to chocolate. And it was only when I began to eventually shift milk chocolate to dark chocolate that I really thoroughly enjoyed the benefits that dark chocolate gave. So good cacao can do great, but 85% dark chocolate is great because there's so many benefits to having dark chocolate. It creates a natural feel-good receptor in the brain and in the bloodstream. The next thing in terms of food that are great to help reduce your anxiety, food-wise, which is great, is have a look into omega-3, 6, and 9. Omega-3, 6, and 9 is something that I love to incorporate in my diet. Omega-3 is great for the brain, 6 great for the ligaments, and nine for the um, muscle tissue. So all of those omega-3, 6, and 9 at a ratio of 2-1-1. I, I read a book years ago by Udo Erasmus called Fats That Heal, and I love his product, the omega-3, 6, and 9 oil. Now, it's a vegan blend of oils, but it is absolutely brilliant for getting the healthy fats inside of the body. He goes into a great explanation of fats that heal in his book. So Check out that book, understand a little bit more about it. But I've noticed that since me having this particular supplement of omega-3, 6 and 9, I've noticed that any anxiety is a thing of the past. Uh, next thing that's great for reducing anxiety is turmeric. So I start making these little turmeric smoothies. 
I put a little slice of lemon, turmeric, fresh water, and a couple of strawberries. I blend them in the blender, a nice glass of water, got yourself a really, really nice little smoothie. And turmeric is particularly great because it's got anti-cancerous properties in the curcumin, which is a very, very like yellowy substance. Um, but turmeric is also great for reducing any stress and any anxiety. And the next thing that's soothing to reduce any anxiety are things like chamomile teas. Chamomile tea is very, very soothing. It helps you relax. It helps you fall asleep. The next thing on the list to help reduce anxiety is stretching. When we're all tight, it also means that our mind is tight. So the body is a reflection of the mind. So the more flexible you become, the more flexible your mind is. I've been doing a daily stretch for nearly two decades now. And it's been absolutely great to be able to touch my toes, do back bends and things like that, because I've just done a daily little stretch every day and it only takes me about 20 to 30 seconds. Stretching, doing some yoga or Pilates is really great to help let your mind become flexible because if you have an anxious mind, it also may mean your mind is inflexible at the moment and you need to allow it to become more flexible. So starting in a practice in your body where you become a little bit more flexible is a great way to start. Anxiety is quite a funny thing because once you understand your mind, once you understand how it works, once you understand you're in control of how you think, you you have the power to discern a better feeling thought than another. So the key word to reduce anxiety is to find a thought that feels better than the one that you had before. So if you can look for little positive aspects of things that are working out for you, that was a blessing in disguise. That was a blessing in disguise. You realize that the mind will play tricks on you the whole time. And the mind is, is hilarious. The mind will really play tricks on you if you give it permission to run your life rather than you being in control of it. You know, I've talked about it in previous podcasts before, but if you let your mind on autopilot, it's just going to keep thinking and feeling what you'd been thinking and feeling before because like attracts like so thoughts that feel better attract more thoughts that feel better it's like that monkey mind syndrome if you don't focus on it the monkey the monkey mind is going to jump from one thought to the next to the next to the next and if it's negative and if it's anxious if it's fearful of the future if it's uncertain what's going to happen is is that you're going to your emotions are going to go with it and what I've noticed is, is that when I'm able to bring it back to me saying I'm in control of how I'm going to see the situation, I'm in control of how I'm going to look and perceive the situation rather than reacting, what's going to happen is, is you're going to feel less anxious and you're going to feel a lot more relaxed. And when you feel a lot more relaxed, you feel in control. And that is the difference between someone who's anxious and someone who's calm. The calmness can come from understanding that you are the boss of your own mind. When you're not the boss of your own mind, that is how anxiety occurs. So asking better questions, asking and looking for things that feel better. Look for the best things that are happening in your experience. Write down things that are working. You don't need to know the whole route of how everything's going to unfold for you. But what you do need to do is be in control of how you're thinking and feeling. When things really start working out for you, it's because you've created a positive momentum. So you need to interrupt and break that pattern of the worry cycle that's going on. Worry is just a prayer used in the wrong direction. And when you're thinking optimistically, when you're thinking that things could and potentially will go your way, that is the difference between interrupting that pattern of worry.
any anxiety you may feel will dissipate once you start to take charge of your mind, once you start to take charge of what you're putting inside of your body that's beneficial for you. How your environment set up, is your environment relaxing and soothing or is it chaotic? One of the best ways to reduce anxiety is to have a clean, clear, tidy environment. Tidy environment will also reflect a tidy mind. And when your mind is really busy and overactive, it means that you may need to just settle down and soothe and turn your environment into a place where it feels like a safe haven and a sanctuary. And in doing so, you're going to feel way more relaxed and way more calm. In today's show, I've shared with you how to reduce any form of anxiety. And there's loads of things to take away. Don't feel like you need to do them all, but take the bits that have inspired you. Take the bits that you can apply in your life. And in doing so, you'll reduce any anxiety and it'll be a thing of the past like it was for me. If you've liked today's show, please give it a like, thumbs up and subscribe. It makes such an impact. And please share it with anybody who you think will benefit from it. And if you're new to meditation and you'd like to start meditating, go to my website and sign up for the free uh, seven ways to meditate in seven days and get that practice rolling. It's going to help your life in all sorts of ways going forwards because you don't want to be a reactor to life. You want to be a creator and you create through the power of your thinking and the clarity of your emotion. And the better you feel, the better life will get. And meditation is a wonderful way to be able to help you feel better and better and better as it's done for me. I've done it for nearly two decades now and there's no turning back. Soul brushing is what I call it. I brush my teeth, I brush my soul. Thanks for tuning into this episode. I look forward to seeing you next time. And as always, I wish you green lights all the way.